Warning, The Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. We have an absolute communist revolution going on in cities like Portland, Seattle, and elsewhere. And yet you have a uh, once fat man named Jerry Nadler, who they removed 100 pounds of his brain. To make him look thin, when he was asked about the violence happening in Portland right now, a place where they try to set a uh, federal building on fire, where they blinded several police with lasers, where people are being beaten up in the street by the vermin on the left, listen to what Nadler said in clip number one. It is true. There's violence across the whole country. Do you disavow the violence from Antifa? That's happening in Portland right now? That's that, that's, that, that's a myth. That's being spread only in Washington, D.C. About Antifa in Portland? Yes. Now, here's a man who should be thrown in prison for that. This is a sworn officer of the law, Jerry Nadler, a member of Congress, who says there's no violence in Portland. Do you understand what's going on? Now, on Friday, my show was Dems go full fascist, savage raps on the news. Of course, I was right. I was right then. I was right now. And I'm right here. Welcome to the Savage Nation. So we have an insurrection. I've said that we should use RICO laws to arrest the leadership and the funders of these groups. Why Trump doesn't do it, or really specifically why Mr. Barr doesn't do that, is anyone's guess. I don't think they have the political will to do that. Trump seems to be in retreat on all fronts. He seems to have almost given up in some ways, to be honest with you. Now, look, don't get me wrong. Remember what I am. I'm a talk show host. I'm a commentator on current events, and uh, occasionally on other things. I am not a politician. I am a commentator, and I try to tell you what I see. Trump's, Trump is looking to me like he's given up in a way. It's a very sad thing to watch, and you see he canceled the, the RNC big, big shenanigan, big shindig they were going to have in uh, Jacksonville. So what are they going to have? Where's the rally going to be? No rally, no nothing. Trump feeds off rallies. Trump pumps himself up on rallies. Trump is a performer like all politicians, but in his case, more so. And most performers need an audience, incidentally, in order to get that feedback, to get the energy. This is something we lack in radio. We're a peculiar breed of performer in talk radio where we don't have an audience. I mean, I would love an audience of 30 people on chairs behind a glass wall where I could see them smile or frown. But we function on our own in our own heads. They don't. Politicians need the roar of the crowd and the smell of the grease paint, especially Donald Trump, who comes from an entertainment business background. So I don't know where this is going to go. We pray to God that the hologram in a basement doesn't win. Absolutely pray that psychotics like Jerry Nadler don't say things like there's no violence when there is violence. But this is what communists do. You could see someone with a gun shooting someone. It'll say no one shot anyone if they're a leftist. Okay, you got de Blasio in New York, who was a clear communist quoting Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto, saying it's a joke. You've got encampments in New York City of bums that are taking over whole neighborhoods, and he says it's under control. It's the same in every city run by these left-wing fanatics. So what are we going to do about it? Hey, you think I have an answer for you? I don't have an answer for you. I could say to you, sure, we have a fight for America. The war continues. That's the title of my new book, and I do have a plan I lay out. 
But do you think that we're going to be able to enact this plan when you have armies of the night that are full fascist backed by armies of the day that are full fascist like the Democrats? I don't know what's going to happen after the election. Welcome to the program. The phone number is 855-400-7282. If you care to comment on the news, jump on a line right now because it is summertime and a living is not easy. In fact, it's pretty terrible when you consider all the people are out of unemployed. You consider the fact that our currency is worth probably 15% less than it was before the COVID epidemic. We are in bad shape. You know, I know you want to hear positive news. I know many of you who listen to uh, conservative talk radio in particular expect us to be Pollyannas, you know, how to win people and uh, influence friends or something, uh, influence people and win friends. I don't do that kind of positive show. There's nothing positive in the country right now. The only thing positive going on right now is your own life, you know, like within, inside your own life, inside your own family. And so yesterday, for example, I got in my 2006 old van and with the four dogs that we have, and we drove to a sunny spot, and then we cooked breakfast in a little place, fed the dogs, fed ourselves, sat under a tree, and the world disappeared. You know, they say tend your own garden. I don't look to Donald Trump to save me, and I certainly know what the hell is going to come if the other side wins. But I can't do much about it. I've done everything I can to stop these days that have arrived for 26 years, only they have arrived. We have armies of the night burning cities, looting cities, and not one Democrat, even the gangster Democrats, say nothing about it. In fact, when one of them was finally stopped, like Nadler was, he says there is no violence. Last week, I literally appealed to former Governor Jerry Brown, former Mayor Willie Brown, uh, all of the top Democrats, Hillary Clinton, not one of them has said to the crowds, cool it, stop it, this is not American. We can't have this. So you have to assume that if the Browns and Hillary are not part of the solution, as we said in the 60s, they're part of the problem. Do you actually think that the Democrats want this violence and mayhem? Do you think it's a calculated strategy on their part to get reelected? Because it's the reverse of what's going to happen. I've told you before that I have studied uh, politics for a very long time, since I'm 16, 17, 18 years old before I was defined as whatever I am defined as now. I remember I come from an immigrant Democrat family, and I've noticed something. Whenever there's violence in the country, and social upheaval rather, people tend to vote for a conservative. They do not want violence and social upheaval. So the exact opposite of what Pelosi and the others think is going to happen from augmenting or stirring on the violence is going to happen. Trump will get reelected if this keeps up. You hear what I'm saying? because the violence has to stop. You've got these violent criminal gangs using laser beams, blinding police officers. Now, why are they trying to burn? See, I thought about this over the weekend. It finally came to me. Why do you think they're trying to uh, burn courthouses? And something occurred to me. They tried to burn a courthouse in Oakland, California. They tried to burn a courthouse in Portland. They tried to burn a courthouse with federal officers inside. I said, this is not by accident. Why are they burning courthouses or trying to? Answer, very simple. What is contained inside a courthouse? Well, you say, uh, Michael, come on, all of the evidence for these cases that the criminals are going to face in these courthouses 
and the deportation of aliens is already on the clouds. So they're not burning down any evidence that might be used against the criminals. You're wrong. The evidence is not stored in the cloud. Physical evidence cannot be stored in the cloud. Physical evidence is stored in the courthouses. That's why the mobs are targeting courthouses. These are gang-oriented. These are criminal illegal alien-oriented gangs. They're using the stupid, skinny Antifa members and the dumb girls. There's always been these crowds of dumb, hysterical women going back to uh, the Salem witch trials. They're always hysterical girls to burn the records of criminals and aliens on trial. Do you get it? Criminal gangs are working with illegal aliens and drug gangs, and Biden, Inc. remains silent. Where is Biden on the violence? Nowhere to be found. He's a hologram in a basement. His strategy is dummy up, say nothing, and you'll rise, rise in the polls. Well, thus far, that's been working. He's been rising in the fake polls. Will it translate to votes? I don't think so. On July 26th, a violent, racist wall of moms, so-called, set an Oakland courthouse on fire. This violent, racist wall of moms attacked the police. This violent, racist wall of moms screamed anti-white, racist slogans. And so I asked, when will America awaken to the communist revolution happening right in front of their eyes? Across the pond in France, a Muslim refugee from Africa set a French cathedral afire. A refugee from Rwanda, volunteered at a famous French cathedral, and he confessed to setting the cathedral on fire. He volunteered as a warden at France's 15th century Nantes Cathedral. He volunteered, and then he set it on fire. Meanwhile, in New York City, Jews are being attacked, subjected to hate crimes by thugs in New York City in de Blasio's paradise. Uh, will synagogues be next the target of left-wing mobs? They've targeted churches. They've decapitated figures of Jesus. Will the synagogues be next? They've been attacking Jews in New York for years now with the knockout game and other things. Now they're riding by and knocking the hats off Jews and stealing them. These are religious to the Jewish people. They're not just for ornamentation. NYPD searching for a pair of suspects in string of anti-Semitic hat thefts. And you say, hey, what's the big deal about a hat? Let me tell you something. When they came for the hat, you said nothing because you don't wear hats. When they came for the man wearing the hats, you also said nothing because you're a no-good, coward, left-wing fanatic. That's why my show on Friday was Dems Go Full Fascist, Savage Wrapped on the News. Uh, and today, we're moving on to other topics, many other topics. The Biden tax plan, for example. You want to hear something funny? I tweeted this an hour ago. Biden is right on this tax huge companies that pay almost nothing. The Democrats' proposal would require Amazon and others to pay at least 15% of reported profits. And I say, <laughs> right on, Joe. You know, even a stop clock is right twice a day. Everyone listening to this show, I don't care who you're voting for, knows that these giant companies are getting away with murder. And so many of you are so brainwashed that you say, Savage, are you now saying tax the rich? No, that's not what I'm saying, tax the rich. I'm saying tax Amazon, tax Google, tax all of these giant corporations that pay almost nothing in profits. They make huge profits. They pay no taxes. How can you support a thing like that? 
are you that brainwashed to think that they're in it for you and it's good for America? That's not capitalism. That's piracy, unadulterated piracy. So whoever advised Joe on this issue advised him well. However, you and I both know that if he does get elected, God forbid, he'll be bought out and uh, sold out before he even takes the oath of office. Bingo. Meanwhile, in uh, Portland, a convicted pedophile, an Antifa militant, was arrested after alleged stabbing of black Trump supporter. A white pedophile, an Antifa militant, arrested after stabbing a black Trump supporter. Did that make it to Wolf Blitzer's show? Did it dribble out, dribble out of Wolf Blitzer's mouth? No, you didn't see that. You didn't see almost everything that's really going on. You don't see Fauci's lies and the political cowardice of mask mandates, do you? Fauci's lies, what do I mean by that? That double-talking fraud who's been in government for over 45 years, that faker, that bum, that mook, that rat, was seen at a Yankee game not wearing a mask with his legs up, sitting one foot from his friend, and he tells you to put on a mask and do a social distancing? Now, don't get me wrong. I go into a, a grocery store, I wear a mask, because that's what they require, and frankly, I'm glad the others wear masks. See, when I see morons like you, driving around with a mask in a car, I think that you belong in a mental hospital. When I see idiots like you running with a mask, I think you belong in a mental hospital. When I see you idiots bicycling with a mask, I think and I know you belong in a mental hospital. Most of you who wear masks while running, bicycling, or driving in your own car are psychopathic left-wing liberals. That's why I wrote a book years ago called Liberalism is a Mental Disorder. It was written because I knew you'd come along. Michael Savage, a host like no other. It is the uh, Savage Nation. Things are horrible out there, just terrible. I mean, it's very depressing. I know a lot of people, they're depressed. I have a friend who calls me up. I said, how are you? He says, he's depressed. I said, what do you want from me? I can't change the world. He says, I know, but I'm depressed. I said, what are you bothering me with it? Everyone's depressed. Meanwhile, in Memphis, hundreds of teens go on a rampage at a mini golf center. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're out of control. They're out of control, all under the guise of social justice. I love the word systemic racism. To me, systemic racism is saying all white people are something uh, or other. When anyone says, oh, all white people are this, to me, that's systemic, vile systemic racism, incidentally. 8554, what do you want to talk about? I mean, you want to talk about this crap? Let me read some stories that are on my website. Here's an obscure story. I was thinking about the cancel culture. You know what the cancel culture is, right? You say one wrong word and the mobs go crazy and they demand that you be fired, right? Um, so that's cancel culture. It's happening all over the country. One word, one wrong word, and the radical leftists go start a targeted campaign against you and they want you fired and destroyed. This is how it works. I was thinking, where did this start, this witch hunt? that the left became this witch hunt. I was thinking back to about 15 years ago for a man named James Watson, who was one of my heroes in the early 1950s. He was the co-discoverer of the double helix, which is, of course, something that the people on the left never heard of because there's no race involved in it. The double helix is the core structure of DNA, and he won a Nobel Prize for his discovery in genetics, but he was later destroyed for his political views of race and IQ, which I will not go into at this time. 
At the time, Mr. Watson was a mature scientist. He was the head of the Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory on Long Island. And because of his opinions on blacks and on Jews in particular, he was fired from Cold Spring Harbor. And just as in communist China, they stripped him of all of his associations. He was one of the first victims of cancel culture. Read all about it on michaelsavage.com. Read it sadly. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Okay, you know I'm a car guy. You know I've had a Hellcat. And with the ever-increasing numbers of cars like Dodge, BMW, and Volkswagen, and models like the Hellcat, X3, and Jetta, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. We all know that. I'm a car guy. And I'm telling you, why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while a counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com right in your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts in a chain store or new car dealership when you could do it at home on your own computer. Now, you may not know this, but chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and reliably low they are. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Does not require this. You could just do it yourself. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Just go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet sets. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered right to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. But best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write SAVAGE in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. That's S-A-V-A-G-E. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Don't stand online in an auto parts store and wait for the hostile clerk to get back to you. Go to rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock auto. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Well, here's some bad news for you out there. If you think it's bad, it just got worse. The vermin in the street uh, hurt 59 cops. Seattle police released body cam footage of violent protests that led to arrests and 59 cops hurt. They are attacking, they're burning, they're looting. Seattle property owners are fearing for their lives. The rioters are out of control. 
Pelosi encourages them. Nadler encourages them. Biden may not even know what is going on because he is a hologram in the basement who doesn't know if he's even alive. And we are in real trouble. What do you think should be done? What do you think should be done? Let's talk Turkey here. We're looking at a violent, racist, communist revolution going on under the guise of anti-racism. It is a, it's about the most racist group I've ever seen in my life. I want to ask you listening to this show, what should be done? They're trying to set courthouses on fire. They blinded some federal police officers with lasers. They're hurting police, trying to kill people. They're finding Molotov cocktails amongst them. Uh, banana clips with 20 shots in each one of these banana clips. What do you think needs to be done? I'm open for advice. I have my opinion. My opinion is use RICO to go after the funding. Now, who originally funded Black Lives Matter? George Soros. Who was one of the biggest supporters to Black Lives Matter? George Soros. Tell me why he is above the law. Let us ask this question in another way. What if we found an ISIS cell in this country that was rioting, attacking police under the guise of what? Anti-Arab sentiment that all cops are racist because they hate Arabs. Would you buy that for one minute? If you heard that they were here trying to blow things up, of course you wouldn't buy it. Tell me why these rioters are different than ISIS or Al-Qaeda in its heyday. Tell me how they're any different than Osama bin Laden and his intentions to bring it all down. Well, they're no different. They're just fighting on a different front and in a different way. They're just like Osama bin Laden and his minions. We have federal laws to stop uh, such terrorism. Why are they not being used? The answer is Nancy Pelosi, Jerry Nadler, Joe Biden, and the entire pack of leftist, leftists are not accepting the fact that they too will be hurt by these people. They think that they're going to be left alone and untouched. They are wrong. And so I think, from my own point of view, that we already have anti-terrorism laws. We have joint uh, anti-terrorism police working with federal departments. These are terrorists. These are not protesters when you're wearing military-grade, uh, what do you call them, like suits and armored suits. And uh, This is an army. This is an army in our streets. And the armies are growing because they're not being put down like the feral dogs they are. How would you act? What would you advise be done to stop the violence before the whole country burns to the ground? Now, you know, you don't have to be a conservative or a Republican to understand that progressivism is a code word for violence. In the way that is being acted out today, there's no such thing as a peaceful progressive. Every one of them is a violent individual. Sometimes it's verbal violence. More often than not, it is physical violence. We're seeing it right in front of our eyes. And yet, not one Democrat has stepped up and said, enough is enough, we're all Americans. We can't have this go on. We may have our difference, differences, but this is going to stop. We're going to stop this lawlessness by doing X, Y, and Z. What would you do? You know, I'm an immigrant son, and I work for everything that I have. And let me tell you something. It's going to be really tough to bring, to bring everyone down. If you people think you're going to steal what I worked for and everyone else who built something in this country, you've seen nothing yet. You've not seen the reaction yet. You're going to see it very soon because if you keep it up 
and the police are inactive, the federal government is inactive, I'm telling you right now that people themselves will finally wake up and fight you. They will fight you in the streets and they will take you down like the feral rats you are. I'm an older man. It's not going to be me on the front lines, but there's millions of people out there who will do it. You haven't seen them yet. All you've seen are the weak targets. And you think you've neutralized Trump, but you haven't seen Trump yet either. Trump has not yet been activated. He will be activated. When that happens, you will see the full force of the federal, state, and local governments come down on you like a ton of bricks because even liberal Democrats understand the danger they are in. So again, I ask you, the people, what needs to be done to stop these communists from what they are doing in this country? I want to know. No one has an answer all of a sudden. You just sit and listen passively. You know, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, as we used to say in the 60s. What would you do to stop these left-wing mobs? They're attacking. They're burning courthouses. They're decapitating religious figures. They're decapitating Jesus figures. Will they soon start toppling crosses in, in war memorial cemeteries? And you'll sit there like a moron and say nothing, and say nothing again? And then when they come for the synagogues, what would you do when you have a crystal knock on this nation? When they say Judaism itself is a racist religion and that uh, Abraham is a racist, Moses is a racist, the Old Testament has to go. What are you going to do when they bar burn the Torah? What are you going to say? It's peaceful protest, Jerry Nadler, you pile of offal, you? I don't know. I want to know what you think should be done. Ruby in California, line three, go ahead, please. I just want to say I have an answer to Friday's question, which was Newsom uh, ruining our state because he's too lazy to work and he'd rather just get federal. Uh, Ruby, this is the stupidest call you could ever imagine. Please, no governor wants to bankrupt their own state. Why would he do that? I don't know. He's doing it. Ruby, 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 why are you buying into the stupidity of those on the right who have no brains and no education? What, what, what show are you listening to? that is telling you that Newsom wants to bankrupt his own state? No, no station. I just figured it's not, you said it wasn't because of getting rid of Trump, which made sense. So I had to come up with something, and it's been killing me all weekend. Okay, I hear you. I, I don't mean to insult you, but, you know, I'm getting so fed up listening to these know-nothings who call themselves conservatives, who are feeding people with the, the, the lie that governors are bankrupting their own states on purpose to turn us into wards of the state. It's totally insane. That's not what they're doing. Yes, they're overreacting to a certain extent by killing so many businesses. In February of this year, I called for selective quarantine, uh, not a wholesale, one-size-fits-all. So there are things that could be done that aren't being done in a more measured uh, manner. But no governor is purposely bankrupting his own state. Where are they going to get revenue from? There is no revenue to be gotten. So why would they be doing a thing like this to turn us over to the U.N.? How far do you go with your conspiracy? What show are you listening to that's putting this in your head? Okay, no answer. No answer whatsoever. Here in the state of California, which was once the fifth largest economy in the world, not in the uh, United States of America, fifth largest economy in the world, California. Why would Governor Newsom bankrupt his own state? The answer is he didn't bankrupt his own state on purpose. He is in his own way, and I think he's being misadvised. He was in the beginning terribly misadvised, trying to control the spread of coronavirus. Now, many of you are under the misconception, and I don't know where you're getting this from. I think it's from idiots in talk radio trying to rile you up. 
I've listened to them. I get agitated myself. I'm getting increasingly angry at the college, uh, the high school dropouts who become billionaires or multi-hundred millionaires in radio by riling you up with lies. They are telling you things that are so untrue, it's frightening. They're telling you the whole coronavirus thing is a conspiracy. That's an absolute lie. You know, there's a woman, let us say, that I ran into who is from Sri Lanka. I won't go into any details. And we got to chat because I like to speak with strangers who are polite. She doesn't know what I do for a living. I just talk to her, let's say, as a neighbor. So I said, tell me about the COVID epidemic in Sri Lanka. She said it's almost 100% under control. I said, how is that so? She said, because the government locked the nation down very, very early on. Can you understand that Vietnam is locked down, Russia's locked down, India's locked down, and it's not all to get Trump? How in the world can you think that everything that's done around the world is to get Donald Trump? Unless you are so brainwashed by one particular individual in radio who I'm getting very upset with. I'm very, very upset with the fact that he's putting out such misinformation and brainwashing his followers into thinking it's all a conspiracy. It is not all a conspiracy. Now, is COVID-19 or, or the Wuhan virus this more, uh, have a high mortality rate? No, I've taught you that from the beginning. I taught you the difference between mortality and morbidity. No one else understands it in, in the media because I have a PhD partly in epidemiology from a great university. Mortality is different, mortality is different than morbidity. This disease has a very low mortality rate, but it's extremely extremely lethal in its morbidity. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. The country is being ripped to shreds by the vermin on the left. They are not protesting the death of any one man. They're trying to destroy the entire matrix of our society. Now, most of them are gangsters. A second rung of them are like the last caller, a loser of the type that Hitler used in the concentration camps to torture and uh, kill people. Do you know that Hitler got the worst people in German society to work in the concentration camps? Who else would take that job? That's who Antifa is. They call themselves Antifa, but they are Fa. They're not anti-Fa at all. They are the Fa. And so the mayors who are so-called progressives. There's no such thing as a peaceful progressive in America today. If you're part of the mob that then goes ahead and commits violence, you are responsible for that violence. And so there's no such thing anymore as peaceful protests. These are not peaceful protesters. I love every story from the AP. A, A largely peaceful protest evolved or devolved into violence late at night When outsiders came in, don't buy that big lie. They're all one and the same. Just that those who were committing the violence are the armies of the night, while the girls and boys who march in an alleged peaceful manner are the front for these violent ones. You don't set a courthouse on fire unless you want to bring the entire society to its knees. You don't blind police officers with laser beams unless you're committing war against the police. It's time to get tough. We need much more than just federal police standing behind barricaded doors. 
I know how this will end. There's only one way for it to end, and it does not matter what they call Trump because they can't call him any worse names than they're already calling him. It's time, Mr. President, to bring it on. My community is the Savage Nation, and it's time we get savage! Those who call themselves Antifa are the Fa. They are the fascists, not the anti-fascists. They are burning, they are looting, they are beating, they're shooting, blinding police officers, trying to burn down courthouses. And the liberals keep apologizing for them, saying things such as, it was an otherwise peaceful protest, and a few people uh, did this. A few. No, no, the whole thing is now out of control. Here's a story out of Seattle. There was a radio host there who mocked Trump and said that Seattle is peaceful. And then the so-called peaceful rioters torched his own apartment building. And he couldn't go home to his own apartment. Cops telling him to stay outside in case something explosive inside. And this idiot radio talk show says, I feel like I need to buy a firearm because clearly this is going to keep happening. Enough is enough. So this is a liberal. You know, it's the old story. Not in my backyard. It's a peaceful protest till they burn your house down. And that is what's going to happen to all of the Nancys living on the hills. They think it's a joke. They think it's all about getting reelected. They think it's all about going to parties in Washington. They think it's all about stealing as much of the national treasury as they can while placating the mobs by saying they're peaceful. But one day the flames will lick their own feet unless these people are stopped. And so therefore this is a bipartisan problem. And yet we have not seen a single Democrat get up and say enough is enough. We're all Americans. This has to stop. We're putting a stop to it. We back President Trump 100 percent in whatever he has to do to stop this right now. Not one Democrat. In fact, the worst of them all is Jerry Nadler, who said there is no violence. Listen to clip one if you want to hear insanity. It is true. There's violence across the whole country. Do you disavow the violence from Antifa? That's happening in Portland right now? That's, that's, right. That, that's a myth that's being spread only in Washington, D.C. About Antifa in Portland? Yes. What would you say to a man like Nadler who says it's a myth that there's no violence? Is there any hope for this country? How could you vote for a Democrat when they all say there's no violence coming from the left? So that leads us, those of us in the middle, those of us on the right, those of us who are real liberals, to ask a question. What would you do to stop the violence? So let's go back in history, and I don't mean ancient history. I don't mean go back to uh, George Washington. Let's go back to the 50s. Dwight D. Eisenhower, great man, um, he called out the military to quell riots. The military has been used at least seven times. The 82nd Airborne, the 101st Airborne, they parachuted in, they brought them in. They opened fire on protesters. They brought in tanks, in case you don't know. And afterwards, the riots stopped. Do you understand that that's the only thing that ever stops riots? You cannot talk to a mob. The mob is getting increasingly brazen. The mob is getting more and more violent. The mobs are using military-grade weaponry in terms of their, their outfits. Where are they getting this from? Where are they getting these bulletproof vests from? Where are they getting these bulletproof goggles from? Who is advising them to use umbrellas to stop the tear gas from falling upon them? Who is telling them to use lasers to blind police? It doesn't matter to me who's telling them what. We have a nation. 
We have a military. They've neutralized our local police through the big lie that all police are racist, which is one of the racist things you could ever say about police. How can you say all police are racist when there are police who are of all different races, number one? And it's like saying all white people are racist, which is absolutely a big lie and also as genocidal as it can get. So this has to stop. And I'm asking you what you would advise the president to do. Uh, we, also, we all said, do, do something, Mr. President. Do so he sends in um, federal police. And what do the mobs do? They ratchet up their violence because they're not afraid of anything except greater violence than that which they are uh, inflicting upon the people. This is not about the death of a man. This is not about social justice. This is a communist revolution right in front of your eyes. What would you suggest is what I want to know. Now, they can't say any worse about Trump than they're already doing it. So let's run through a scenario together. He brings in the 82nd Airborne if he wants, uh, you know, if you could suppress mobs in Fallujah, how can you not suppress a group of, of gang members in, in Portland? Explain that to me. If our military could suppress ISIS in door-to-door urban guerrilla warfare, how could they not go in here and stop these people? They could. So why are we not using the military to take them down one by one? One squad of special forces could end what's going on in Portland. One squad of special forces could take down what's going on in Seattle. Why is it not happening? Why? Because of the communists in the media like Wolf Blitzer, Jake Tapper. The worst of them all is Jeff Zucker of CNN. That man should be arrested for what he is doing. Jeff Zucker of CNN is absolutely the cancer of the media. The man is a vile, dangerous man, in my opinion, because he hides the violence of the mobs and he feeds the lie that all police are out to hunt down and kill black men. If that is not a crime against humanity, I'd like to know what is, Jeff Zucker. You slob you, you make Harvey Weinstein look like a saint. So we have problems in the country, but there are solutions to all problems. This level of social discord must be stopped for the sake of our entire society. Even liberals are now realizing that they will be burned if this is not stopped. They're shaking them down for money, for example. In Seattle, you didn't know that because Wolf Blitzer didn't report it to you. They're shaking them down for money. In other words, to open a business and keep a business going in a quote minority neighborhood, they're demanding shakedown money like the mafia used to get. I don't think you really know what's going on unless you study this. And so therefore... We can't appeal to Pelosi. She's beyond reason. We can't appeal to Joe Biden because he never had any reason. Maybe he did 30 years ago. Joe Biden is a hologram in a basement. Joe Biden doesn't even exist. Joe Biden is just an idea. Behind Joe Biden will be a radical fanatic as vice president who will take the presidency within three to six months when they send Joe off to the senior rest home that he so badly has needed all these years. And so be very, very careful what you wish for because if you move Trump out and you move these people in, if you think these thousands of teens and other such who are on rampages across America are suddenly going to calm down, I got another guest coming for you. So what is the answer? The answer is simple. It's been done before. You have to be a genius to figure it out. Bring in the damn military. Now, why did the generals and the defense secretary turn on Trump? That's an interesting question. Remember about a month ago when President Trump was walking to the little church that the vermin had tried to burn down? Beautiful little church. 
I had stayed in the Hay Adams a few times when I visited the White House, and across the street is a little yellow church, beautiful church, and the vermin tried to set it on fire. Trump, in an act of solidarity with the church in which he was married, walked across the street to that church, and the defense secretary and the generals attacked him for doing so. Why has the military turned on Trump? Do you actually understand what's going on? It's actually a, I would call that um, a coup. It was a silent coup conducted against the president by saying, no, we will not let you use troops to stop the riots. So ask yourself, who are these generals? What is a general? A general is just a man in a uniform. How did he get to be a general? Well, most generals, not all, but most generals are politicians. Not all of them are war heroes. They are like police captains or precinct cap captains. They're different than the, the troops on the front lines in many, many ways. So you, ha you hear they were a general, they turned on. Who are these generals? Who appointed them? Why did they say you can't use troops and it's un-American? It's a lie. We have used troops in this country going back at least to the 1950s. Tell me why we shouldn't use troops. Is everybody listening to this show? Open up a few lines there, Tom. Let's get some of the, the weak callers off. Let's drop the, the water cannons. Let's, uh, you know, let's just get some real calls. And tell me why we should not use the military to stop these riots before they get worse. That's what I want to know. Because I'm getting calls now that make no sense of what should be done. I, I can't take one of these callers. Not one of these makes sense, for example. Uh, I'll give you an example. Line five, Los Angeles. Claude, you're on the Savage Nation. What's your solution to this problem? Hi, Dr. Savage. Thank you for taking my call. Well, I have two ideas. Uh, one of them, I, it has its pros and cons, uh, but it would be uh, being that I believe war has been declared upon us by this Marxist communist revolutionary force. And I think that, uh, it, what are your thoughts on reinstating the draft? Not, not a good idea because these people would, fr would, would shoot our uh, officers in the back. But do you think... You cannot put these vermin in the military. They're not fit for it. They would shoot the officers who gave them a command. These are uncontrolled anti-Americans. How are they ever going to listen to an order in the military? Oh, I couldn't agree more, Dr. Savage, but I think that the vast majority of them will either flee to Mexico or Canada or might go into hiding, and it would also give uh, the uh, ability for the police to stop and, and check and uh, find out more about Well, them. you raise a very good point. That maybe 80 to 90% of the uh, street people are... Uh, either unemployed college professors or college students. And so they would probably flee to Canada or Mexico to avoid the draft. So we'd be getting rid of, of that trash. That would be a good thing. But then you'd get the people who would actually volunteer to go into the military in order to commit sabotage against the military. So I don't know that that would work out. Problem. That's how I see it, too. I'm not sure what percentage would do that. Well, thanks for listening in Los Angeles. I appreciate it. The show airs in Los Angeles on KABC, and it, it's very interesting. The show comes on later at night in a de delayed broadcast of DB, and it's uh, making a, a lot of headway down in Los Angeles. It's shaking up the marketplace, and I want to thank everyone in Los Angeles who listens to the show on a delayed broadcast uh, a level. The phone number is 855 What do you think Trump should do? Jim in Rhode Island, quick call. Go ahead, please. You're on the air. What's on your mind? Uh, yes, uh, Dr. Savage, I had worked for a gentleman who was a very successful lawyer and a very successful businessman, and he was a former governor of Rhode Island. And he used to tell me that 
he wouldn't be where he was today, so successful. He didn't, um, as he would say, you know, no risk, no glory. And he believed that he wouldn't be where he was if he didn't take the tough decisions that, you know, he could fail and, and his career could be over. But it worked out for him. And I think Trump has to take that same type of approach when it comes to dealing with the... And, okay, so what would that approach be? I think you're intimating that that, that rough, dangerous, risky approach would be bringing in the military. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I think he... Because I think if he brings in the military and shows force, I think the number of troops that he brought in would not lead to violence, that they would probably back down if they saw the force, because these people... No, I, I disagree with you. They will they will increase their violence unless the troops themselves become more violent than them. I, I disagree with you entirely. It's not going to be hippie girls putting flowers in the barrels of a gun saying give peace a chance or make love, not war. That's not what's going to happen. You have armed and dangerous communists in the streets with military-grade weapons. They're being caught with 20-round clips. They're being caught with Molotov cocktails. This is a full-on insurrection going on in our country in some of the most leftist cities in the country, but it will spread like a cancer unless the oncologist in the White House comes in and uses the strongest weapons against this cancer that are in our armamentarium. I'll be right back. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Most Americans, even liberals, know that the riots that are going on in Portland and Seattle must be stopped. The only ones who are saying it doesn't exist are the vermin on the left in the media and, of course, the liars in the Democrat Party. In August of 1965, there were, there were a group of uh, riots known as the Watts Riots. They lasted for six days. They resulted in 34 deaths, 1,000 injuries, 4,000 arrests. They involved 34,000 people, and it ended in the destruction of 1,000 buildings. When did it stop? How did it stop? Forget how it started. It ended only when the National Guard was called out. Once the National Guard was called out, 14,000 National Guard troops were dispatched to Los Angeles and erected barricades. There were then sniper fire at police and guardsmen, sniper fire by the rioters, sniper fire at police, sniper fire at guardsmen. And it went on and on and on. It didn't end. Finally, it ended when the National Guard brought out their weapons. They didn't stand there and take it. Most of the dead, unfortunately, were the rioters. In a sense, when I say unfortunately, because many of them were innocent civilians caught up in it. Two policemen died. One firefighter was killed. 26 were killed in the, in the crowds. And the fact of the matter is, this was only the beginning. So urban riots are not new to America. In 1964, there was a three-day riot in Rochester, New York, that left four dead. In New York City, the neighborhoods of Harlem and Bed-Stuy, there was a six-day riot involving as many as 4,000 people following the shooting of a young black man. In Philadelphia, a three-day riot following the arrest of a black couple who had gotten into a scuffle with police. On and on it goes. The fact of the matter is this is not new. 
This is not new. It is old. The difference now is it's more organized by the American left. It is not strictly the African-American community that is out there. In fact, many in the African-American community are appalled to see that their grievances, justified or unjustified, have been hijacked by white communists who have now co-opted the entire Black Lives Matter movement. So again, the question becomes, what must be done? The answer is there's only one solution, the one that has been used before. It is time-tested. The Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs>